I just saw this video on one of these hunting pages of a guy on a on a like a a boat that has like an outboard motor that you use with a hand, you know, like, mm-hmm. like a river boat. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it was a good size boat, good size motor, but not like a small boat, but not like a boat boat. Yeah. And this fucking hippo pops up from the water mm. and he's doing like 20, 25 knots, which is like 30 miles an hour. Yeah. This motherfucker, dude, nearly like almost gets the boat mm. and it's swimming. It is disturbing how fast this I got to show you. Wow. Hippo. Like, do so hippos, do they swim or are they just like fucking running in the water and swimming? Like how the fuck? They swim, dude. This is one angry, angry hippo. Tourists were on a lake in Kenya, but this giant hippo wasn't having it. The shock sightseers kept their cool as the massive hippo chased their boat, diving in and out of the water. Good thing. Like, that's literally a a monster. That's literally a monster. Damn, dude. But, like, you you know what I'm saying? No, yeah. Bro, it just popped up like, yeah, bitch, I'm coming for you, bro. Wow. Like, if you didn't know any better, you would be like, yeah, I was chased by a river monster today. Like if you didn't know that hippos were yo, like I would like how do like how creepy how do they hippo? fucking do that? Oh, dude, it's terrifying. How do they fucking swim, bro? That's crazy. There you go. This is a good one. Look at that. Oh shit, bro! Yeah, they're hyper aggressive, dude. They're just fucking mad like all the fucking time, bro. Look at that. It's like a fucking Godzilla coming out of the water. Yeah, dude. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. I'm just going to watch dude. hippo videos. That's insane. I just like to me, I just want to know, like, how do they swim in the water? With their fucking legs, bro. Look at that thing. Dude, that's incredible, bro. Jeez. That's incredible. But it's like the fact that they're and how how much do they weigh? Aren't they like tons? Or are they oh, like they've gotta be. They've gotta be. Wow. Motherfucker, 3,500 to 9,900 pounds. Whoa, bro. That's incredible. Fuck, they run fast too? How fast they run fast? (laughs) Yeah, bro, you're not fucking, you're not getting away from that, bro. Dude, that's like a fucking tank, bro. Look at that thing. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. You're Holy not, you're not getting... shit, that's fast. Wow. Dude, it's like rolling. Wow. 20 miles an hour. Dude, what? So they can swim 20 miles an hour and they can run 20 miles an hour. They can hit speeds up to 30 miles an hour on, on land. Oh, 
you're not going to outrun a hippo, bro. No. You're going to get eaten, bro. Do they eat humans? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. To catch everybody up here, we're talking about hippo attacks. Dude. How do they swim so fast? I think they just kick their little legs so fast. Yeah? Yeah. Jeez. That's insane. To be, like, that big and that, like... Says says you, big, fast man. <laughs> but, like, in the water, though, that's the thing. You're pretty quick like, in the water. I've seen you in the water. Yeah, I can swim, but, like, 20 miles per hour in the water? Yeah, you're not. That's that's some Michael Phelps type shit. That's probably faster than Michael Phelps. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's crazy. They look cute as babies, though. They're adorable as babies, but once they yeah. <clears throat> once they get somewhere around six thousand pounds, and they're they're not teeth are longer than my fucking legs. Yeah, longer to than just my eating dong. <laughs> <laughs> dong long teeth. They weigh more than like. A truck, bro. They definitely weigh more than our Jeep. Hell yeah. Our Jeep weight, curb weight's like 5,900 pounds. Are you serious? Yeah, I want to talk about the Jeep for a minute because I just did, I just went through the, 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 the joy of taxes. And <laughs> the joy of taxes. And we've mentioned, we've mentioned, I've mentioned how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. If they just sat you down and say 11th grade, because you're still, mm-hmm. you're still young enough that you're young enough, but you're close enough to being out either into the workforce or you're going to go to college or do both or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sit you down and really explain to you how federal taxes work yeah and then see how that changes generationally how people view like everything Mm -hmm. you know because if i had known what i know now at 33 and a half 33 and a half a half if i had known back then i would have been much angrier much earlier about Mm -hmm. taxes that being said one of the reasons we got, we, we made the exit out of our beloved Gladiator into a Rubicon Wrangler mm-hmm. is because they have this electric hybrid model. And it qualifies for a federal tax credit. Yeah, baby. Which is awesome. So for the first time ever, it's like, hey... You know yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm not going to say it just in case they check this out. Drop it. But it was nice. So I encourage everyone if you're looking for, you're like in the market for a vehicle. Yeah, there's one year left to do this, because what they're doing is creating. It all kind of stems from this idea of this green vehicle credit. Mm-hmm. So 
couple years ago, Congress passed this regulation that every car manufacturer had to produce X amount of vehicles that had a certain EPA standard for every, like, gas guzzler that they sell. So, you know, companies like GM and BMW, they would have to buy these credits for the government from companies like Tesla and Toyota Mm -hmm. because they were the early, like Toyota, especially with the Prius, they've been doing that for almost, it's over, it'll be 20 years, I guess now. Yeah. That weird looking thing. And Jeep, you know, the company that owns Jeep makes all those, the Hellcats, the Challengers, the 390, the Hemis, the V8s, the Rams. They make all those, you know, super discreet cars. So they needed to make something of their own to make their own credit. And they're like, oh, well, everybody loves Jeep Jeeps. They're going to buy them no matter what we put to them. Mm-hmm. So then they, they came out with this electrified Jeep that's basically designed to be a tax write-off. It's pretty crazy. Like, the whole thing is a scheme for mm-hmm. everyone involved, from the company at the top to the government to the people that are buying it. Like, everyone's mm-hmm. doing it for some weird purpose. Mm-hmm. There's one more year of this credit. They lowered it. So if you're looking for a vehicle, look for a plug-in electric hybrid. There's like 20 or 25 of them right now. And you get a fat-ass tax refund that will really help you out. So Mm -hmm. check that shit out. One more year. Obviously not a tax professional or in any way an expert of anything, of any any type or nature. (laughs) But I will have my fat ass tax write off. That's right. That's right. So it was cool to feel like one of those, one of, you know, them that you hear about that don't pay taxes. You're like, ha ha, we did it. We figured out a way to do it. <laughs> to get our money that we earned. That is right. They, ours. them, that shan't be named. They, them. That's the pronoun I use quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Is they, and them. They, them. Yeah. No one knows who they are. <laughs> or them. But I know that they hate me. That's all I know. He hate me. Wasn't there a Rod, guy yeah. who was a Rod Smart? Yeah, Rod Smart. Yeah, XFL. He, fun fact about Rod Smart, he made it to the NFL for a cup of coffee. He he ended up in Carolina. He was on that uh, 2003 Delome Super Bowl. Mm. Jake Delome, what a fucking baller! He, he hate me. Delome really got overshadowed in the era that he was in. He he burned pretty hot for a couple of years. I always liked him. So mm-hmm. I love that underdog, you know, homeless grocery store employee. It's always a good story, man. You know, getting it from the ground up or from the grocery store up. However, yeah, I'm waiting like for that. An, for an actual water boy scenario. Oh, dude, that would be cool. We'll get there. You hear him say Vicky Valancourt. Nice. I'll tell you, <laughs> when I saw Waterboy as a boy, Vicky Valancourt was one of the ways I knew I was interested in girls. <laughs> you know I mean? Like in hindsight, there's a couple key moments in my life. You know, we've talked yeah. about Batman Returns, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh my God, yeah. Dude, I oh. I got that Blu-ray around Christmas mm. time because I was like, oh, it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Let's watch mm. this. And we were, we were watching it. It's like so over the top sexualized and i love it and i'm a big mm-hmm. fan of it 
and I'm glad I have it on 4K Blu-ray to preserve, <laughs> to preserve just absolute peak Michelle Pfeiffer for the rest of my natural life. Mm, mm, mm. You know, they Fine. say if you keep the Blu-rays in their case, they'll, they'll never break down. Never? That's what they say. Mm. Some sort what about of, some sort of crazy fucking laser plastic. Mm. Okay. I can dig it. Hippo stats and laser plastic. Heck yeah. It's the new direction of the Everyman podcast. Still it. Yeah, why not? Hippo stats. So I'm kind of in this this mode of, you know, I really enjoyed that hunt. Mm -hmm. And I think about it quite often. And I'm still enjoying the bounty from my hunt. Matter of Mm. fact, I'm smoking a smoking a ham. For Easter this weekend. Love it. Love the ham. I find myself being drawn to, you know, all these different hunting. There's a lot of hunting shows. Yeah. There always has been. They used to be on, like, weird channels that you didn't really get. And there'd just be some guy on a trip backpacking through and hunting shit. Yeah. And, you know, like, Meat Eater with Steven Rinella is a great one where I've learned a lot from from that series. Um, I came across a documentary where it's the first time that a baboon hunt. Yes. Mm. Baboon Mm -hmm. hunt Mm -hmm. has been filmed. And I know what you're thinking, brother Jay, why are you watching? (laughs) Guys with guns run around and get baboons. Well, let me clear that up for you. First of all, I don't know if it's actually legal for anybody to just hunt baboons. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to figure that out. This is about a... They're not uncontacted, but like they don't have regular contact with the outside world. It's the last pure hunter-gatherer tribe in Tanzania called the Hadza. It's like Mm H-A-D-S-Z-A. And these people have are living now like they lived 8,000 years ago, 6,000 years ago, whatever timeline you want to run with. Mm -hmm. And they have dogs. They do like... They, they have like this crazy language and they have like one guy that there's only one of them that's ever made it out of there. And he was like, mm-hmm. he met this tourist, like a French tourist. And, uh, this tourist sponsored him and helped him get all of the necessary cause they don't have ID. And like, there's a whole process to like getting an identity. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. And right. I, you know, and like, especially like they don't, you know, I don't think they keep track of their age the way that, you know, the rest of the world does. And it's all these all these challenges. This guy ends up going and get, going to the United States and becoming a lawyer. And he goes back and he helps his tribe because what's happening to where they're where they live is all these territorial farmers are encroaching on their area and uh, to like raise cattle and goats and shit. And it's driving out all of the 
food that they hunt. Cause basically their whole existence, they're just constantly hunting for food. Like they don't, mm. they don't have any technology. They make all their bows. They're they're It's wild dude. And, yeah. and they all are like, they have this real interesting look to them because like they're, they've never been exposed to like genetically modified wheat or like, you know, sugar, just, they're just eating natural shit. So they're all like super skinny. They all look like they're 16 Mm -hmm. and they're fucking jacked, just (laughs) shredded to the gills, dude. But they only maybe weigh like 90 pounds. Like they're smaller because like you could tell they're not generationally not getting a lot of, are you looking, Mm -hmm. you should look them up. I'm looking at I'm looking right now, yeah. You see what I mean? There's a little bit of a there's something there that you can't quite put your finger on. It's like their heads are too Yeah. Big. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, but it's definitely a pro, a product of like close relations for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to watch these people. It's like look it's like the closest thing to a time machine cuz you get to see what life was like, you know, pre-farming. And they have dogs, which to me was very wild. And they're like dingo type wild dogs. But the dogs, like they clearly have a relationship with these animals. And it just mm-hmm. goes to kind of show like that the human dog connection is as natural as a fucking anything could possibly be. Oh, yeah. And that, you know, that's we probably all should have dogs. That's probably would be good. Dogs are awesome. You know, and they eat everything in this document. It's like a half hour thing on YouTube. I'll put the link in the, the show notes and it is fucking a little intense. So, you know, if it's you're a little squeamish, I wouldn't recommend it. But they they basically make these poison arrows. First of all, there's a scene where they have this hollowed out tree that literally looks like something from a Zelda game. Like actually Mm -hmm. looks like the Dooku tree from Ocarina of time. And like it's hollowed out. They burned it out on the inside. Yeah. And then they built steps inside, inside the tree, Daryl. Jeez. And they have this little dude. He climbs into this hole that they cut into this tree that they burned out. That's still standing gigantic, a hundred foot tree climbs in there, climbs all the way up to the top, pops his head out, and he's, like, using, like, a lookout view. They're pulling honeycombs down. They're eating this raw honey. Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures and stuff, too. Crazy shit. But Holy crap. When they, they go after these baboons in the pitch black darkness, no light, and they, like, use... It's amazing. They're using hunting tactics that we still use today. Yeah. And but they're hunting baboons and it's like, it's weird because it's like, it looks so it's not a chimp. Chimps are the most human. Like, yeah. Baboons are like next in line. Kind of, I think really like you got the orangutans and the gorillas, but they look like people, you know, and they're hunting them. And it's kind of like, you want to be like, is this really right to be hunting a baboon? Yeah. Aren't baboons bigger? Like they're, aren't they pretty like, they so, <clears throat> not that big. They're they're smaller than chimps, but they're mm. super super nasty. Yeah. 
And they they eat monkeys, which is crazy. I watched another documentary I saw where it's chimps going after monkeys. It's horrible. Horrible. Wow. Yeah, you don't want to watch that one. I'm not even going to name that one. Jeez. But I will send you the link. It's, uh, but this documentary really made me think. It's like a little 30-minute piece, and I think I'm going to go and spend the 10 bucks on this guy's Patreon to watch the whole whole uncut thing because you're getting this, like I said, you're going to see a glimpse into how we existed and how like we're over here with fucking Wi-Fi and wireless power swimming pools full of water. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That we don't drink. Yeah. We just, we just lay around in all these crazy things that we have here. And then there's people that are still killing it. Yeah. Old school. Yeah. 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 It's looking at all this stuff here. Like, yeah, they, they live like they did 10,000 years ago. It's crazy. And if like, it, if it broke down, they'd be fine. They'd, they'd, they'd have no idea that anything went, what was, was wrong. Yeah. They'd be like, Oh, well, another day. <laughs> and like no, another day in the tribe. And yeah. Who do you think is going to do well in that war when there's no technology and no, you know what I mean? Not, not probably not most people. Dude, they're like hanging out with like hyenas and stuff, bro. Like it's oh, like yeah. yeah, they're wild. Wow. And they're like barefoot. They go barefoot through the woods and stuff. Mm-hmm. Eating bats. Dude, they were eating weasels. Yeah. But see, the weasel's not too crazy to me because that's like people eat squirrel here. Yeah. Yeah, I had a teammate from uh West Virginia. He said squirrels were a delicacy where he was from, so I believe that. Yeah. It's like walking around Notre Dame, all these like, you know, huge striated muscle squirrels from all the, you know, other like, people come to see Notre Dame and they're just like throwing sandwiches at these squirrels and they're just getting fucking jacked. And <laughs> he was our fullback and he's like, dude, man, you see how big these squirrels are? I'm like, yeah. Why do you like? And he's like, yeah, man, we eat that. That's that's. That's good eating back in West Virginia. I was like, well, uh, don't go around eating the campus squirrels, though, Chris. That that's that wouldn't be good. Those are Catholic squirrels. Yeah, he's like, oh man, no, like no. I'll tell no. you one of one of the things I noticed in Texas almost immediately: the squirrels much more golden in appearance, smaller, but, mm-hmm. but for some reason, and it's hilarious. And I'll, uh, next time I get a chance, I will set, capture it on video and post it. Yeah. You can see their ball sacks from, <laughs> from, from the, we got a quarter acre and I can see it from the fence. Like, it's like, what is up with the, the, the balls on the squirrels in Texas are fucking out of control. And out of control. I don't know if it's just like the squirrels in Pennsylvania were like, the fur was covering it up or it was cold or what. But right, right, just, right, right. It's crazy. They, they just, they're, they're, all the all the squirrels are, you know, squirrel-scaped. They're like, you know, like, they're the like manscaped, we got squirrel-scaped. They're like truck nuts. Like the perfect, you know what I mean? It's like a perfect mold yeah. of truck nuts on every the, squirrel. The, the true Buckies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the old, old buckyball there. Buckyball. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. The classic Bucky ball. Yeah, it's it's crazy. We're coming up on a year being here, 
in Texas, mm-hmm. which is which is hard to believe, but uh, you know, crazier things have happened. I guess who knows where I'll be a year from now? Well, I'll still be in Texas a year from now. I guarantee that. Oh yeah. Um, I can't imagine leaving this fine state. No, nah, dude. I like how Texas looks on you, man. It's been work, it's been working for me. You know, I'm become. I feel like uh, this was where I should be, and summer is coming, which it's already starting mm, to get mm, get, mm, get mm, warm mm. in the warehouse. And I lost twenty pounds last year in the summer, and then I lost mm-hmm. another, another like fifteen that I've kept off. If I lose another twenty pounds this summer, I don't know. That's I'm gonna be. You'll you'll be you'll be, a, you'll, be a, you'll be a model. You'll be. Yeah, I'll just be glistening. hitting the catwalk. I'll just be. I'll just go shirtless in the warehouse with my safety, my mesh. You'll, you'll change vest. your name to Yvonne and then go like. Can you, can you imagine that that look that just the mesh safety vest, no shirt underneath, just fucking. Oh yeah, yeah. Glistening in the Texas. It'll be like silk chainmail on your chest. Oh you know? God, yeah. Just, just soaking up the Texas sun. You know what I mean. All gold. Everyone, come and look at me. Everyone, come see how good I look. My chest. I'm popping right now. My pecs are my really popping. Chill, my chainmail chest. Please. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten to see John Wick yet? I have not. I want to. We're gonna see it this weekend at the drive-in. There's a drive-in here. Oh uh, yeah. So okay, yeah. Let me know how it goes. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I gotta to take it. Aiden to see the new Mario movie I, tomorrow. Well, dude, you know what's funny is they it's like either Mario or John Wick at the drive-in. I was like, mm, yeah, I go for either one. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. but it's just funny that it's like you know two extremes. Dude, I saw a review like a headline. I didn't even click on it because I'm like this is, this person's probably an asshole. Yeah, um, it was like Mario misses the mark. For, really? For fans only. And la- and lazy. And I'm like, oh, okay, so I'll probably love it. <laughs> but you hate it. Yeah, it's like for fans only. Like, who the fuck in this world has not? Even if you never played the Mario games, like you never played Super Smash Brothers or Mario Kart. You know what I mean? Yoshi. Mm-hmm. Not even Yoshi. Mm-hmm. And it looks fun. It looks like they. I mean, dude, that that's the company that did Despicable Me. They they always do a fucking solid bang up job. Dude, the critics score was like fifty three percent, but the audience score was ninety six. So yeah, it's probably fucking fire. Yeah, they don't. How can you be like? <laughs> I'm a movie critic. Yeah, bitch. So am I. Yeah. You know what I mean? We all are. We're all critics. Yeah. Critics. That's all they're talking about is it's fan service, but it's not like a great movie. I'm like, what? Like, it's fucking Mario, bro. Like. It's, it's like, for the fans. It's like, like what are you... it's like eighty-eight minutes long. What do you expect? They've they've turned a game into a fucking feature-length digital movie. Oh yeah, just watch it. Shut up. <laughs> oh, this is great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. It. I'm definitely. I mean, I'm definitely <laughs> gonna. I don't know if that's one I'll make an effort to go to the theater for, but you know the uh, the John Wick is a can't miss. I gotta. I oh, that's a that's a have to a must a must has. That is a must. I heard the Dungeons and Dragons movie was was pretty dope though yeah, too. I keep hearing about that as well. Um, they've tried a couple of these movies, but I think this is like a Chinese production that w- it's a sequel to a Chinese movie. Um, well, 
they they did the first. I don't know. I don't fucking know. But mm-hmm. I think Hugh Grant's in it. Plays a bad guy. Whoa, Mr. Hanson, real, Mr. Handsome Lover Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn, ninety and ninety four for Dungeons and Dragons. I don't understand how yeah. you can make a movie about that kind of game though. It's all imagination, basically. You know, yeah, but is, it like, have, is uh, it like Juman? Is it? Are they like playing a game? They get sucked into a world like the Jumanji movies, or are they just? Is it just in that imagination it's like, world? It's like in the in the like they brought that to life, but it's not. So, like, if you play, like, you have like a dungeon master, and then you have like you know everybody has their own type, character type, and and it is what you make it given you know the storyline that you follow. So it's just like you know. There are rules, but there aren't rules. It's it's. I guess if they can you know. make a Mortal Kombat movie, they can make a fucking Dungeons and Dragons movie. It's true. All you gotta do is show a gelatinous cube, and Dungeons and D and D fans will go nuts. So, what's the, what's the gelatinous cube? It's um, it's one of the many monsters that are part of like Dungeons and Dragons. Like it's uh, this just amorphous cube that you know sometimes it's like invisible like you can't see it unless like you run into it and you're in it and then it can be acidic it can be like you know it could have all types of properties once you're inside of it but if you get stuck inside of a gelatinous cube you're pretty much gonna die so mm. it's pretty bad truer words have not been spoken mm-hmm. that's something you guys can take home mm-hmm. and share with your parents don't get stuck in a gelatinous cube Yeah, you don't you don't want that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, brother. I think we've learned a lot this evening. Oh yeah. And uh, we'll catch everybody coming up here. <laughs>